Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talk Mystical to Me podcast. I am Randina Marie. And I am Kaylee Alexa. And we are the mother-daughter duo that is here to shift your life in positive ways where we talk about everything from money to love to men to sex. Nothing is held back in our rebellious convos. (laughs) Rebellious. And today, we are talking about You Are That Bitch. So I've been working with women for a very long time and it's been coming up recently in my client sessions, reminding women that they are that bitch. And especially with the manifesting the love of your life clients that I work with, Mm -hmm. we're taught as women to be the one that's chosen, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we have to do this and make ourselves known and be seen and all these things for a man to choose us. Yeah. You know, you even see it all over TikTok. I see other, you know, coaches and mentors and whoever, whoever's speaking, teaching women how to get a high value man or teaching women how to get a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the things that they're teaching, not all of them, obviously. Yeah. No. The things that they're teaching are women stand on your head. You know, like that movie Coming to America when he's like jump. I don't know if you remember that. You might be. It might be a little dated. I, for you. Yeah, I don't know if that's my generation, but well, anyways, those of you is, who sorry. are who are my generation, you know what I'm talking about. How they're like, he, she, they're like jump, and she's jumping, jumping, jumping. So this is what we're taught as women to stand on our heads in a million different ways and wear a million different hats in order to be seen, in order to be chosen. When we have fucking forgotten the law of nature herself. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, um, let, me just, let me just stand on my soapbox for a minute and give you a couple of different perspectives. In nature, the male bird has to be the most colorful bird, has to do the mating dance mm-hmm. in order for the female to choose who she wants to be with. Mm-hmm. And she says no when she doesn't exactly. want it. She doesn't give a fuck. No. She chooses the most colorful, the one who has the best dance, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you imagine if we had to choose him like that? Yeah, I just saw Usher like dancing in my mind. Why do you think that. he's so loved, right? <laughs> so, and and not only that, look at deer who fight each other, like the bucks. They they fight each other, and the females are watching to see who's the strongest one, who's going to win. True. And she chooses. Even lionesses choose. Mm-hmm. And they are badass bitches. And the lionesses check the lions. Exactly. They wear the pants. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, going down even deeper into the atomic level, biologically, mm-hmm. our womb, our eggs, select which semen, which sperm it wants. Luke. So we got ourselves turned all upside down from this patriarchal system, trying to teach women that they need to be a certain type of way and and maybe a man will choose them please choose me no or like men have multiple options and what can I do to stand out and be the best one the most memorable what kind of meals do I have to cook them how am I going to court them it's like when did we become the quarter when we're the one who's meant to be courted exactly even in career you know there's this whole men are paid more than women it's not equal pay and we're having to fight for our right to be paid equally. Well, there are some women who are being paid more than men. So what's the difference between those women and the women who've been conditioned to believe they either have to fight for it or be a certain type of way to get it? They feel more confident about themselves. They know they're the ones choosing. 
Mm -hmm. We have to remember our inherent birthright to be connected to our higher selves and who we truly are so that we remember we are the one who chooses. So stop allowing yourself to be chosen by a man. Like that's not how it works. It's not up to them. No. It's not. And if it is up to them in your situation right now, call back your power because it's not up to them. It's never up to them. It's, if anything, an equal choice. Ultimately, it's your choice though. You get to choose, is this who I see as the father of my children? Exactly. Literally. Right. Not, is this who can heal me or help nourish my wounds or whatever it is right now mm-hmm. not or even choose like that me because i feel yeah. inherently rejected yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. so it, it goes back to really remembering who you are remembering your value as a woman even men who watch you know our podcast or listen to our podcast you you yourself remembering that you are valuable mm-hmm. right and and because men have issues yeah attracting the right woman too yeah so it's not even just about a man it's not even being just being chosen by a man it's also your employer and here's the funny thing the minute you take a step back and you're like i am that bitch mm-hmm. they chase you i know the second you're like and eh, this isn't for me and you walk away, that's when they try even harder because that's what they're biologically made to do is to chase, to mm-hmm. hunt. Mm-hmm. It's not even doing it in a manipulative way. It's just a knowing your worth, knowing that when you realize you're putting in more than they are, all right, something has to change. Well, also you'll realize once you start to have more self-love and self-esteem in your own self, the types of men and jobs that you are looking for that you're choosing are very different than, yeah. than the ones when you had low self-esteem or, exactly. or forgot who you were. Yeah, it's like you're willing to settle when you have low self-esteem, but you're not realizing it's settling. You just think that there's nothing better or there's not so much out there or mm-hmm. like this is the only option that you have. And that's not true. No. And when you realize that, that's when you have more options start showing themselves to you and more opportunities and new pathways being paved out for you. Right. It really comes down to the deep inner wounding that we have around our identity that starts in childhood. We are told no 10 times to 100 times more than yeah. we're told yes. Yeah. We're told you're not doing it right a million times more than we're told, look at you, good job, way to go. Yeah. I mean, in parenting, as as a mother starts out, she she is applauding, hopefully, of her toddler, right? Like in yeah. in you know, oh look at the when they learn to walk, like the encouragement. Look at you, yes. If they fall down, oh it's okay. Get up, you can do it. Let's mm-hmm. go. And then at some point, when that child learns to have a mind of their own and talk back, then the discipline starts, and then the mothers forget to continue to. Um, applaud them and encourage them and allow them to make life mistakes. I mean, how many of us had mothers who took us to a mirror and taught us to look at ourselves and say, look at you, look at how amazing you are, look at how beautiful you are, look at how wonderful you are, and teach us to say those things to ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, most of society isn't wired like that because their mothers didn't do it. Yeah. You know, it was criticism. And so we learn to have this inner critic in our mind that Mm -hmm. stops us from doing a lot of things that causes you know, the, that it adds to the, the deep wounding that we already yeah. have, which causes us to then seek out 
men like our fathers who we think are going to heal us because there's patterns within us that are cycling that are seeking to be healed mm -hmm. and yet it's not going to heal you you're going to continue to be wounded because mm -hmm. they are also wounded so that's yeah. what you're attracting from so mm -hmm. The whole point of this isn't just to be a, a rah rah. Remember your power. You are that <laughs> bitch, right? It's it's for you to remember. If you aren't feeling good about yourself, if you have low self worth, there are things you can do to heal that. Yeah, and to change it. And this is coming from me, who used to chase certain guys and beg for them to choose me and to love me. And what can I do for you? Mm -mm. So I I had to go to work on myself. Yeah and heal a lot of father things too because like you said when you have a disciplinarian instead of an encourager you'll naturally seek out another disciplinarian because that's what you know that's what you feel safe with that's mm -hmm. what you feel comfortable with it's just what you know it's what you're wired to expect in life and especially in a relationship dynamic especially if your father also treated your mother that same way right and so I don't know where I was going <laughs> I blacked out I'm like and nothing <laughs> <laughs> and scene yeah <laughs> and figure it out <laughs> and uh how's your day yeah <laughs> no i don't know i really don't I'll, I'll, if you choose a disciplinarian and your father treated yeah, your mother no, that I way also all of that like i remember <laughs> saying all of that it's what were you gonna finish with babe <laughs> your higher like, self's where like where oh, are you going? Squirrel. she's like actually i'm called over here <laughs> Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, self-worth things, and it takes time. You know, everything takes time. It's a journey, whatever. At the same time, now I do not accept. I don't chase. I just don't. I'm so more focused on myself, and I love being alone. And I've come to solitude and gentleness with myself, where I appreciate being by myself rather than being in a situation where I have to beg, plead make something happen i want it to just naturally happen i see things naturally happen for me all the time in all mm -hmm. other areas of my life mm -hmm. i know it can happen for love too and so i just changed but we went through a lot of inner work and yeah inner healing it's to, been decades to of it heal that yeah and also it's really interesting to realize too while talking about this you learn through encouragement and discipline, but mm -hmm. most of us are conditioned to discipline, to guide, and to keep you safe, to avoid something difficult or bad happening. Whereas if you have an encouraging perspective, that also will avoid bad choices as well. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah, there has to be a healthy balance. And I think one of the most important things in parenting is explanation. Yeah. It's like communicating with your children like they are intelligent beings and having a conversation with them mm -hmm. about what's happening. Because mm -hmm. I know for me, it was like my dad was like, no, because I said so. Yeah, you know, always, no, it was always no like that. It, there's just a and then it puts you down the scale, down the line where it's like, oh, someone is higher than me. Yeah. They have say over my life and they don't have an explanation as to why they're saying it. They just do. They have this power. And I have no choice but to be helpless and stuck in that. So exactly. cool. And then, and then you go and project that onto the universe because once we grow up yeah. and our parents are no longer in control of us totally, 
we then project those belief systems onto the universe as though the universe is the one doing it to us, mm -hmm. you know, like not giving us what we want to experience or mm -hmm. withholding or, mm -hmm. you know, we deserve to be punished if you yeah. had a childhood of punishment. You, you then think that that's how life is. And, I know. And it's not how life mm -mm. is. But it kind of is when you're cheap, like when you're in that mindset, because even us, we were in relationships where they slowly but surely started to control and started to do what our fathers did mm -hmm. in the sense where it was like they had the power or you can't wear that, you can't do that, you shouldn't post that, you post yourself, you're a whore. What? It's the weirdest thing. It, and did you, you know, deal with that? I did, personally. No, did. Not, not necessarily in that context. I do know that when they are trying to control, it comes from a deep place of fear mm -hmm. of, of, of losing something. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, this is also one of the things that I see in relationships that I have to remind my clients of as well. It's so easy for us to be like, we're the only player. We're the only person in this in this reality that we have. It's only my position. It's only my side. The other person is, uh, you know, uh, um, the perpetrator. The other person is my enemy and, and all these mm -hmm. things. And, and we forget also that they also have their own story and their own wounding and their own experiences. Yeah. And it's, it's very rare. It's not not ever, but it is very rare that there is a person who is deliberately evil, inherently evil. There's mm -hmm. maybe two or three percent of the human population that are inherently evil, maybe five percent max. Most people, 90 percent, 95 percent of the of people, even if they do evil things, they still have wounding right it's like they're doing like it the because remorse. of their wounding oh. yeah. yeah yeah they're not they're not doing it because they just like the, the like sadistic yeah, yeah there's very few people like that so even even when you're with someone who is treating you unfairly they're oftentimes in a fight or flight For response sure. themselves so sure. they also have their story of you right and your dynamic and what you're what role you're playing in their life so, yeah, yeah, and, and whether it's flawed or it's right or it's whatever, it doesn't matter. It matches their wounding too, right? And it's not to say, oh, I'm, you know, I, I realize that about you. I, I have compassion for you, so I'm gonna allow you to treat me like this. It's like no, but it does help in the healing process. No, I kind of did do that though while we were together. This wasn't my last yeah. relationship, by the way. Um, before, before anyone comes for me, it was a while ago. But still, I was like, I see you. I understand why you're acting like this. Like, your mom cheated on your dad. I understand. Yeah. It just gets to the point where You it, can't excuse they the get, behavior. They have to be yeah, held accountable. True, because then when you act like that, they're like, oh, she's okay with it. Yeah. That means I can take it up to 10. Yeah. And even going down to the basics of the laws of attraction, the laws of physics, karma, cause and effect, all the same thing. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, when you attract someone like that, it's either a past life karmic experience, it's either a soul lesson, or you have a karmic contract with them to help them on their journey too. Yeah. Sometimes it's all three. Most mm -hmm. times it's all three. Yeah. So it really is. And, and in the healing process, if you want to be able to heal these things within you and get to a phase where you can attract somebody who is loving and kind and, and blesses you and adores you, purely mm -hmm. 
you have to go through the healing process and the final stage of the healing process is, is the forgiveness and understanding. Because once you come to that place of understanding, you have the wisdom. Yeah. And then it's a complete cycle. Mm-hmm. It's not an open loop trying to heal itself. So you stop attracting those types of people. Well, I didn't deal with that really in the last one, did I? What? Like that control. Yeah, he started to show signs of that. He didn't want you to wear heels. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> You're right. Little signs of yeah, it, yeah. That's because, a good point. oh, the black dress that I got with the yeah, cutouts. Yes, it was little indicative oh, signs it was of starting. Like, the same. It, it was, was starting. starting. I was like, you've got to be yeah. fucking kidding me. You, you have to remember, too, there's the honeymoon phase that lasts anywhere from three months to six months to a year where people are just in their prefrontal cortex. They're in the oxytocin, they're mm-hmm. the best versions of themselves. And so are you. So once yeah. that, because it's designed for bonding, I and love so that it. you bond together, like and then you're meant to I heal together. And, and most, if you can understand it, though, you have a you have an <laughs> upper hand, yeah. where you can say, okay, you're someone I want to heal with, because everyone has their yeah. shit. No, everyone. I know that for sure. And you know what? At one point, yes, I did want to heal with him. I quickly realized, no. I think initially, though, you knew. Like, from the fucking get-go, it's like there's 90% of you that's like, yes, and then 10% of you is like, "Uh." Such old news. I feel like we don't have to talk about it anymore. Well, we're just using examples. She's a guinea guinea pig for examples. That's fine by me. I mean, it's got to be worth something. With my experience. Yeah, like, we can get into yours later if you want. No, I don't mind getting into it even now. Um, Oh, yeah. That's another thing, too. Yeah, you can be willing to heal and be like, I understand everybody has their triggers, their traumas, their makeup as to why they are the way they are. I want to heal through this with them. They also have to be willing to heal through it too. They have well, to choose. Well, as you heal, they also will heal. I don't know because you just I didn't don't know. want to anymore. He had already in that experience. There had already been lying. too much. He was still lying to there me. There was I know. And, so and, it was getting and then worse. What happened, actually, you guys vibrated out of each other's experience. Uh, I like genuinely, I feel heat. Oh no, right. she still has something to do. <laughs> of course I do. It's been like what two months since I talked to yeah, him, which yeah. is kudos for me. The longest I've gone yeah. without speaking, and, and that's how you know it's a karmic cycle because you will continue even our dogs in distress because of it that's what happens (laughs) a karmic cycle because you're compelled right it's that that but i love him you're like a little mermaid even if you have them all the millions of red flags but there's something like he's my soulmate it's like okay but he's a karmic soulmate he's not your soulmate to live i'm like i kind of like this one because he was so much more loving more giving than the other i'm like romanticizing him i'm like but let me step up Yeah, I know. That's why I realized. I'm like, you know what? Okay. At least now I'm receiving gifts. Well, I don't even want to say a step up. That's not what I meant. What I meant was you are now attracting that from a person. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, so next one is a millionaire, huh? If that's what you want. At this point, yeah. And you have to remember as well, you were also very young going on these experiences with these people. He was like your first. Not even two years ago. What I'm saying is he is your first adult serious relationship lucky him and lucky me too well you knew from the beginning that it was going to be a tumultuous ride Mm, i had convinced myself that that wasn't the case yes i know i I respect my hustle yeah for sure but look at how much you learned through it about people about their patterns Um, about signs you're never going to go through that again no because i know the pain of it isn't worth it yeah it's not a la-di-da experience it's a 
good luck. You already learned the lesson. You don't need to do it. That's, that's about <laughs> consciousness and evolving. It's important for us to not be upset at ourselves for making decisions yeah, that we made from the past. Not just you, but everybody listening. she's like no it's not me i'm not well no because i i am thankful for it because you come to that point where you can be even during it i was so aware i'm like i know whatever i'm gaining from this it's mirroring no matter what the experience is no matter whose fault it is it doesn't fucking matter what matters is that you come to the conscious realization that it's mirroring your wounding and when you feel triggered like that that's when you have to dive into the pain because the pen pain that's surfacing is a gift Get a pen, <laughs> a pen and Get write pen it out. What does this down. mean, right? Like, how, where does this come from? It will talk to you. It will tell you exactly where it came from, how old it is, what caused it, and how to heal it. Instantaneously. Then you're done. Word. It's becoming self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> it's about becoming self-aware. And when you, yeah. when you become self-aware, you are unlimited because... Anything that comes into your experience is mirroring. It's, it's why you're magnetically feeling the pain in your body that you feel because that experience that you're having is mirroring that pain point. Yep. Okay, for example, the number one thing that I see that is very triggering for women and also was for me too is the no text back. Oh, see, I don't even get to that point anymore. I no longer experience that because it was so painful for me that I had no choice but to go through it. Yeah. I realize now, though, that I think the roles have reversed. And that's great. And I'm the one who doesn't text back. Well, that's not good. Well, if they deserve it, I think it's fine. But you shouldn't... It, I'm not saying to your average Joe, I'm like, mm, I'm going to ghost him and make him hurt. What? No, I'm just saying if I've said I'm never going to speak to you again and you keep reaching out, it's not That's not what we're fault. talking about anymore. Okay. See, it's my... <laughs> She's still in fight mode. Just like fight or fight mode. Yes. I'm like, hold on. Let me just put my ego to the side. One second. <laughs> okay. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because that's something that I was dealing with recently in, in my program with one of the women that I'm working with. And it is the no response when, when you text someone or when you go out on a date and then, you know, you come the next day and you aren't getting a te- no text right so fucked up by the way well this is this is the legitimacy of it i'm still in fight sorry <laughs> either sometimes they're playing a game because they're yeah. not even necessarily like oh i'm gonna get her some people are if they read that that book the game or whatever it is you're gonna say stupid it was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say stupid. Because it's about a pickup artist. It's it's a it's a pickup artist book that is just terrible and targets women who have wounding. And it is it just just targets not even it vulnerable people who are intentionally psychologically manipulating women. Unsuspecting people and they have no idea what's going on. It's so dirty and it's so dirty. And I the reason that I do that to get a woman speaks volumes well they're the same yes and they are there they it's not just that they have to do it to get a woman it's that they want the woman they want so they use these tactics these manipulative tactics to get the woman they want but here's the thing karma will always get them so that's that's one side i would not even know about this if i did not have this happen to me and it was also from someone who was very high up and i couldn't believe that he even would resort to that but once i realized what had happened to me i was 
fucking livid. Like, couldn't believe it. So then I learned all about the pickup artist and their tactics. And that's actually how I figured it out. Because I I remember I was in the bathtub. And I'm like, how did I let this happen to me? Like, how did this happen to me? This is not... I can't believe this happened to me. And then like three days later, I saw this thing about a pickup artist. And I was like, what? What is this? And so I started researching it, was led to this book called The Game. And I think it's called, yeah, it's called The Game. Read read it. And I'm like, this motherfucker, that is what he did to me. And it was like, it made me so irate and angry that in that moment, I vowed to educate women and and not allow these kind of things to happen to women. So as a woman, if you have not read that book, read it. excuse me, read it because it will show you the kind of things that is to look out for. Yeah, to look out for. Also, it will help you to realize, oh, well, if I heal these things within me, those things are not going to work on me. Yeah. And and I could see very clearly, you know, why it worked. So Uh it it was, it called me to heal insecurities within me that I wasn't even consciously aware were there. Yeah. So that's that's one side note. So the whole not responding with the text message thing, like I said, sometimes they're playing a game and if they're not getting back to you, just take it as a sign this is not the one for me. If yeah. you are feeling triggered in that, take that as a sign I have to heal whatever's being triggered within me because when I know my worth, when I am vibrating my higher soul self in human form, this A does not happen and B would not trigger me because True. I know how busy I get in life. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you can't make your whole life about another person. You just yeah. can't. You have to be autonomous and independent within the sanctity yeah. of relationship where you honor and respect and value each other. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just going to attract toxic partners. Yeah. And in that too, when you have a high level of self-worth, you'll be able to communicate that the first time it happens and it's like, hey, maybe try to work a little harder to get back to me quicker. Like, Or you'll find a way to communicate it in yeah. a way that puts your boundary up or not even just a boundary, but just verbalizes your know. level of expectation of right. what you're looking for mm-hmm. in this powwow. <laughs> yeah, and not from a place of if you don't text me back, then I feel triggered. Yeah, no. no, it's more of like a hey, don't go forty-eight hours. What are you doing? Not even like that. You'll figure out how to do it yeah. once it comes up for you. It's gonna vary by person. And then if they do it again, you're like, okay, bye. You'll know that you communicated and it. Heal it wasn't respected. That within yeah, yourself because it, the truth of reality is when you when you have that trigger healed, and really what it is is rejection. Yeah. It's rejection, it's abandonment, it's a flaming it's inflaming your rejection and abandonment wounding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you heal that within you, A, it won't happen anymore. Yeah, You'll have someone show up for you that does text you. You know, because Sometimes think about it. it. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> think about it. When someone's too obsessively texting you or 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 all in your energy, you are like, What? Uh, no, no, I don't like this. You know, I, I need I need something something else yeah and you can they don't even and even sometimes they don't have to text you all like constantly or in multiple texts you can just feel in the atmosphere because yeah 95 percent of communication is subconscious right so you can feel their attack them deeply attaching to you and vice versa yeah if you're starting to get in your head and fantasizing and idealizing which is fun it's what makes life into it for me at least i'm hopeless yeah. romantic but they can feel when it's out of desperation mm-hmm. versus out of an open, expansive, creative energy versus a, I need to set it all up and how it's going to look and what day we're going to go here and when we're going to do it out of control and out of lack. They, 
that's felt yeah in the ethers right and you want to heal that within yourself it's almost like having no attachment to them at all in the beginning yeah exactly still doing your own Treating thing them like a friend you, you know? have to be in love with yourself and i did not understand this until just this last year Mm-hmm. You always hear that, oh, self-love, you have to love yourself. And I would always be like, I do love myself. I get my nails done. I get my hair done. Yeah. I take baths, like, rose baths. I got it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, like internally love yourself. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that you will know if you internally truly love yourself is if you can make love to yourself and you are thinking about nobody else but yourself. Right? but how it feels in the presence of your body because mostly what we do is we put a man in that place we need something to visualize something to picture something to climax true true no no that's external you have to come to the place where you are so in love with yourself that you are self-pleasuring with yourself not with another and that's Mm -hmm. when you become so attractive think of a rose do you think that a rose is like oh bees please come to me no it just blossoms in its beauty and then it attracts what it needs the butterflies and i think of our yoni it is just like a rose yep so what are we supposed to do as females tying this back to the beginning our wombs our eggs choosing the sperm we are the we are mother nature Mm mm-hmm And we have to remember that we have Mother Nature within us, regardless of whether you are having children or cannot have children or whatever, it doesn't matter. You're in a feminine body. Mm -hmm. You have that energy of receiving. That's what we are meant to do. We are meant to receive. Mm -hmm. So it's like coming to yourself and being that magnet is going to bring to you all the things you want to experience. Money, love, success, everything is being in your feminine energy. Yeah, so true. And you can tell when a woman's in her feminine energy as she is radiating this golden energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that pink golden energy that you can just see that's just so beautiful and so feminine. And you can actually assist yourself by channeling those light yeah. energies and yeah. flowing them through your body. Mm-hmm. And then and you're, become a magnet. you will become a magnet using those light energies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, I saw this one TikTok member of that girl I showed you and she was like, say you're on a date with someone and the guy says, what do you bring to the table? First of all, get out your pen and paper and take some notes because he's in his feminine, he's so in his feminine, you could learn a thing or two from him. I was like, (laughs) I know, I was like, I have never had that experience where a man would, I would literally laugh out loud if a man ever said that to me. I would probably stop drinking my drink in like the middle of it and just look at him I think he would just be so elegant and classy about it that it would be like, is that a serious question? I'm going to give you another opportunity one more time to retract that. My face will speak for itself. It'll be like, did you really just fucking ask me that? I just don't feel like that would ever happen. No, that's why it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it just made me LOL, you know? Yeah. You because know. it's like, we're the ones, yeah. If someone's as ballsy as that, because I'm sure it has happened to people. Oh, 100%. And so if someone's ballsy enough to ask you that, what? I would be like, I would go back to the mirror and say, okay, what about me is attracting this type of man? What do I need oh, to No, I was transcend? thinking more of like, wait a minute, if he can act like that, why the fuck am I so uncomfortable and so nervous to make sure that the person I'm sitting across from is of value to me? You know what I mean? Like, if this dude can ask for it, why the fuck can't I? Like, why can't I not settle for less? They're clearly not. 
Well, how can you have the best? What? That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, if I had the answer, I would say it. <laughs> by, by believing you are the best, you are the most valuable. I think it's also important for you to write down all the good things about yourself and really relish in them. Yeah. And allow yourself to be in that flow and remember who you really are. Well, no, I know. No, I know. I mean, we know who we are, but then we also have our ego who's like, I know who I am. I don't need to do any of that stuff. And that's not even true because it, it further will amplify not the way that you feel. <laughs> I'm like here is your homework sit down and write out all the great amazing qualities about yourself and really revel in them and feel them and expand them because when you're vibrating your value it doesn't matter what limiting beliefs you have because in that moment you're vibrating your value and your worth and your amazingness and that's the only signal that you're sending to the universe and if you do yeah. that enough you'll begin That'll attracting be all things like that. Yeah. It's kind of like so that's how long you Trump can sustain and it. limiting beliefs is slowly but surely reiterating your strengths, what you love about yourself. Right. And if it's difficult at first, trust me, it won't be difficult for long. No. You just get into the mode of writing, and once you're writing, writing it, it just starts coming naturally. And mm -hmm. then you remember things all the way into when you were little, and then it just gives you like such an appreciation yeah. of your little girl self. You so know? cute. So yeah. fun. Or a little guy self if you're a guy. So fresh. This. Yeah. yeah. And then you develop is hilarious. She's she so was funny. such a she was that bitch from the get-go. Yeah, she's dancing really on cute. top of the table at seven oh, years old at Britney God. Spears. No, wait. Filming when herself. she was two and a half, I <laughs> went I went to dinner at this restaurant called Hula's in Carmel with her aunt. And I think it was probably like the third or fourth time that we had gotten together because at that point in time, she didn't like me very much because she liked my partner's ex-girlfriend more. And so Wait, it was I like, am. Auntie Erin. So oh. it was like, <laughs> I just outed her. <laughs> so it was kind of like a weird, a weird oh, experience anyways. Weird. Yeah. And Kaylee, literally two and a half years old, out of nowhere, gets out of her booster seat, gets on top of the table and starts dancing on this pole that was like in the middle of the table towards the end literally put her leg up there dancing like she was a stripper <laughs> never had she seen anything like that in her life i could not believe it i looked over at my sister-in-law and i was just like oh my god i can't believe that she is doing this i had to like grab her and put her in her booster and we just started dying laughing it was so funny then later on fast forward all these years in ayahuasca her and i both had lives as strippers together so i was, I was like oh that's where she got it yeah i just remember when I saw the poll, which is funny because I love, I'm not a stripper or anything now, obviously, but like I just well, love no hate to, No, not at all. People who do that, it's no, it's just not I this, love this you. lifetime. I get that it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Is I get it, bitch. I love a poll. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, but I love dancing. I would get up on the table. I had a barbie camcorder specifically to plug <laughs> into the TV to film myself, have myself on TV because I wanted to be on TV so bad, watching myself. Dancing to Britney Spears. Yeah. For hours. Hours of footage. Her and her brother would always do things like that. Yeah. I remember when we were at California Pizza Kitchen with Tara and and oh. Tara was one of my friends, right? So it was it was funny. My son, he how old was he? He was must have been like, like three. Four, three. three. He's like yeah. three or something. He stands up in his booster and he says, My mommy doesn't have any hair down there. 
so loud that everybody it felt like the whole restaurant stopped and we just looked at each other dying i could not believe it i was like these kids literally it's like so fucking unhinged <laughs> just like what <laughs> what is happening well we're, him and i are both scorpio moon yeah so it makes sense it was so fucking funny though so my most embarrassing moments come from my children <laughs> at least it's not you no it's always about it's me. like secondhand though you know what I yeah mean? Yeah, except for that one time when I thought the that kids there was like lightning. I, one time I thought, oh, no, I thought, I thought that my pipes were broken in my bathroom. Like, that there was like did. a water hammer in my bathroom, so oh, we had to like call God. the plumber. And the plumber just happened to be my ex's friend. And when he came over to our house, I know what this is. He went into the bathroom. And he was like trying to find the where this was coming from, like the the noise. And he comes out with my dildo in his hand, and he's like, "I found your." water hammer it was literally on for like three days like how do batteries last that long like it was in a drawer obviously it wasn't one that i continued to use otherwise i would have known oh shit that's my vibrator well maybe you just didn't have the time you were no. busy it was a, a metal one so that's why it sounded like a water <laughs> that's crazy it was crazy. was that a post treat no just, like, that was our <laughs> that wasn't that was um when we lived up north Oh, okay. You were little, probably like seven. I don't remember. Yeah, no, it was probably my most embarrassing moment because we were all in the living room and oh, all oh his friends my, were in the living the room too. And he came out with it, and I just ran to my room and I was like, I, oh my God, I ran, you poor I thing. ran away. Like that's the only time I've ever run away. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. Aww. Yeah. Wait, I would have. That's just. It a was lot. funny though. That it was really. I think everything I've done that's so embarrassing has been really funny. Remember when I walked Deegan into the swimming pool because <laughs> I was oh staring my at that God. guy and my mom. Okay, everyone at the pool was staring at this man. Like so he literally she was walking looked. in her fucking knee high boots, knee high boots, heels, leather boots. Holding I had my brother's hand, full jeans, full jeans, holding her little brother's hand. He was like two, just a hot, not even, not a maybe mom. like a year and a half. Yeah, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, she's like staring at this dude. Dink, one foot goes in the kiddie pool. No, the whole, all of it. We, we walked straight into you? the pool, both of us. Walked straight into, he walked into the pool with me. Didn't tug on my hand to say I no. I remember he was <laughs> holding it by the arm, and he's just like, dangling. Oh, so crazy. I remember that. Everyone was laughing, was taking like, pictures. I didn't even know what happened. It yeah. was so funny. I was, was like funny. dumping my boot out, laughing I at myself. That. I didn't feel bad, though, because everyone was looking at him. No, I've never you know seen what anyone the, like him. I realized, because I do a lot of, embarrassing shit too but yeah. i love it yeah because it, it adds character it really did everyone it was creates laughing. a memory yeah you're welcome for hilarious. your service <laughs> and if you laugh it off first everyone was laughing Grandma no Vicky one was looks there. at it and they're like oh my god do you remember when she did that it was no, like it do was you funny. remember when yeah. you know it's a funny moment rather yeah. than a no she took a she was taking pictures my mother-in-law was taking pictures of me in the pool i remember that Luckily, <laughs> no one knew the reason why you stumbled so into the pool funny right no i don't no, know because everyone looked at him distracted. at the same time it was weird he must have been like a celebrity or something because i swear that pool was like heavily populated and everybody turned and looked Coronado. at him at the yeah, same time yeah. sometimes when you got that aura yeah it was something i don't it's know but it was hilarious it was so funny i was like this is my most embarrassing moment ever Walking my uh, toddler into the if pool. If I were that man, would have been the biggest ego boost <laughs> of my life. I know, because I've had guys that, like, 
run into just things when they're driving drop, you know like, that, uh, literally you know? like walking down the street i remember even as a teenager this car like went drove into a telephone pole because this creepy old man was like staring at someone me someone drove he into drove a into a telephone, telephone pole. pole the minute he crashed i ran i was like oh my god that is a lot it was creepy that was creepy. that's a little yeah that's a little but anyways wacky. so i'm i you know it's like Sometimes you just get lost in the sauce and you don't even know where you are when you walk into swimming pools. Yeah. So just remember you are that bitch. (laughs) I feel like you and here, there, everywhere. Yeah. It's all tied back to the same thing. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like that's a wrap for me. Me too. Yeah. This is good. Remember your worth. Remember who the fuck you are. Remember your value. Mm -hmm. The more you remember your value, the better life you're going to have, the more opportunities you're going to have. You are that. Doesn't matter who you are, or where you come from. You are that. You mm-hmm. are the divine feminine. You are that. Just remember. So we love you, and love we hope you. that you have a beautiful time. And we will see you in our next one. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh yeah, don't forget to. No wait, not don't forget. Do not forget to subscribe. Remember to subscribe. Also, you can check out sacredvisions.com for your beautiful jewelry manifesting jewelry they all come with manifesting processes mm-hmm. we have limited edition candles for rituals mm-hmm. that we may or may not discontinue so yeah i would jump on there and see what those are about yep what else do we have hoodies oh. zodiac oh, yeah we have now we have zodiac hoodies and candles. zodiac candles you can use those are amazing with wherever it is in your chart like you can use your natal chart to enhance certain energies so yeah. let's say you're a libra venus like me you can use a libra candle People are manifesting amazing things with them. Exactly. To enhance your Venus energy, your beauty, that you're that bitch energy. Yeah. Mars. Exactly. You're yeah. that bitch energy. Because I know when I light my Aries candle, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, yes, I love Which it. Your Aries sun and Aries rules the first house of self. So whatever your first house is, your rising sign, you can use the candle to enhance mm-hmm. yeah, yourself. I also for have my Leo bitch. candle and I love my Leo my candle. My Leo candle. Yeah. We're both yeah. Leo rising. Yeah. So Yeah. So amazing, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then, <clears throat> oh yeah, the Hawaiian Goddess Vortex Retreat. So hawaiiangoddessretreat.com if that calls to you. And of course, talkmysticaltome.com. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.